Hi, it's Ellen DeGeneres. Welcome to my podcast. We're going to listen to some of the best moments from the show, and it's going to be hosted by four executive producers that I love. Happy listening. On today's episode of Ellen on the Go, Chelsea Handler opens up about her attraction to Robert Mueller. <laughs> Megan Mullally gives us a brief history of kissing. Hassan Minhaj teaches us all the right way to say his name. Grayson Chance shares his inspiring story about coming out. And Ellen and Twitch play an epic game of Survey Says What? I'm Mary Connolly. Howdy, I'm Kevin Lima II. Hola, I'm Ed Glavin. And I'm Andy Lasner, host of ooh, Andy ooh. and Friends. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Happy Thursday. Hi, everybody. Happy Thursday. So I, I just have to say that uh, my daughter, my daughter Katie, yeah, seven years old, is out on spring break and is here today yes. at the show. Right. Very big deal for her. Very excited. And we had a nice time. She's run around. She's had a great time. And uh, often, sometimes, I have to put some things away in my office before one of my kids comes. Because right. I just like if there's things around that I don't want yeah. them to get into. I Got it. And I thought I was good. I didn't think there was any problem. So uh, Katie had to use the bathroom. I'm lucky enough to have a, a bathroom Where's this adjacent to, to my office. And there's a closet in my bathroom. Oh, boy. She opens the closet and finds three really good gifts <laughs> that I had been storing there oh, for no. her. Unwrapped. Wow. Oh. <laughs> wow. And does oh. she get it? She was like, Mom, a mystery hatchable. Mom, a rainbow something. Oh, my gosh. Mom, oh, no. an LOL doll. Oh, no. Oh, so does she have no. them all now? She, I, I said, we're going to have to find a way t- for you to earn these. You can, yeah. you can have one today. So she opened up one. But uh, we were at the end of oh our day. Oh, my God. At the end of our day. Yeah, almost. And she just. Oh, no. Yep. She is so cute, though. God, she's, she's cute. She's pretty cute. cute. She gave nice me baby. two emoji stickers this morning. I like that. Yeah, well, that's very, very sweet. sweet. Yeah, I put her to work, of course. Well, I understand. I mean, yeah. That's good. She likes. Uh, she I said, likes. I, need you, I go. I need you to deliver this to Tracy Gold. And she goes, I don't know who that is. And I said, Well, I'm going to explain to you who she is. And she goes, I don't know where she is. Said, You're going to find her. <laughs> yeah. She goes. This morning, she said, I'm excited to go to the Ellen Generous show. Oh, and go. I go, great, it's DeGeneres. And she said, well, I like just saying Ellen Generous show. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, that's like if somebody called you Katie Onnelly. She didn't like that. All right, Mary. Because, yes, sir. Let's talk about Chelsea Handler and her... Uh, Chelsea Handler. Her longing for Robert Chelsea, Mueller. Chelsea Handler told our producer that she had an affection, a sexual attraction yeah. to special prosecutor yes. Robert Mueller. yes. And, and, when, and being serious about well, it. Well, th- that's what Ellen wasn't sure. Right. Ellen was Ellen sort of heard this and wasn't sure and then asked Chelsea on the air if, in fact, that was real or just sort of a joke. And we all learned together that it, in fact, was very real. Yeah. She really wants to deflower him. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Went to a level I wasn't expecting. Well, you know, look, the the the, the truth is the truth. Mm-hmm. She's... She can't get over it. She says That's that true. she has daddy issues. Right. And uh, she she has a new book out, uh, and the title made me laugh. The title was uh, "Life Will Be the Death of Me, and You Too." And it's uh, she has a really interesting conversation with Ellen. Take a listen. Right. And uh, here she is talking about uh, about Ellen uh, and David Letterman and the chemistry that they had when they were on the show. 
We have um, a very, very honest, brutally honest relationship. We do. We do have a good relationship, I think. Which is, I think all relationships should be brutally honest. I agree. Yeah. A lot um, of people don't like that, though. They don't like your honesty. So you have to make sure you save it for the people who actually are interested in hearing it. Oh, Not I just strangers. I don't. I don't save it for it. I, I do it with everyone. I just feel like you just, you, why do you want to guess how I'm feeling? You know how I'm feeling if I'm honest with you. So, right? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> that was not honest. Um, so let's talk about your love life. Right now you're in, uh, in flux. I, I read the book. It's a great book, and it's very, very revealing. And, uh, but you, uh, you were looking forward to the Mueller report, and now what's... I'm sexually attracted to Robert Mueller, and I, I'll explain why. I have a daddy issue, because I, I talk about that in my book. I've been attracted to older men for quite some time. The problem is, as I get older, it, then they get really old. Yep. You know yep. what I mean? <laughs> so you have to kind of condense that margin and slim it down and just thin the herd. But I was willing to make an exception for Robert Mueller, because he's in his early 70s. From what I can tell, underneath his business attire, there is a six to eight pack, still. <laughs> So any man in their 70s, he was a Marine. If you can keep your act together for that long, I want to talk about penetration. <laughs> I mean, what you just did felt very judgy. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Not at all. But you know what? I have to be honest. When I was reading it, I didn't know if you were being sarcastic or no. if you really meant it. Just like when you texted me when Letterman was on, you said you could see, you could feel the sexual chemistry, and I didn't know if that was sarcasm or you really thought that me and Letterman had sexual chemistry. Was that sarcasm? What do you think? Well, <laughs> now I think it was sarcasm. Well, I said the sexual chemistry between you and David Letterman was palpable. palpable. Yeah. I watched you at the nail salon. Yeah. Yeah, I work there now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but really, so, so you're attracted to Mueller, and now what do you feel? I'm, I'm not going to give up on him. I have to read the report to give my report on Bob Mueller. So I am still hoping... I know he's married, and I, I respect that, but I, that doesn't mean I don't have the feelings I have. And, <laughs> and I just want to communicate, you know what I mean? Right. With him, uh, preferably. But if I can't communicate to him directly, I'll do this on TV until he contacts me. Okay. <laughs> okay. I doubt he will. <laughs> I mean, this could push him away. It he could... seems more... Oh, I saw a big picture of him go up. There yeah. he is, yes. Yeah. See, and I also Googled him one night. I was with my best friend, Mary McCormick, and sometimes we fantasize about what he drinks when he gets home at night, how many ice cubes he right. uses. Scotch, you one, know, one ice he... cube. Yeah, scotch, one ice cube, right. tidy whities or boxers. Right. Um, and, and she also has those feelings for him, so we're not alone. There's a whole community, I think, of Mueller lovers. <laughs> It's just you too, I well, think. Well, I mean, you could say that, but you're not attracted to men anyway. That's, so. not, tr that's not true. I'm attracted to men. Name I just one don't... man you're attracted to. Uh, oh, God, a lot. Quickly. Uh, Ryan Gosling. Um, uh, um, Justin Timberlake. Uh, yeah, all right. I mean, Andy. <laughs> it is a good point that Ellen made in that clip. You can't tell tone and text. It's yes. caused several yeah. fights between me and my best friends. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They need to fix that. Texting yeah. is they, texting. Well, I, I think, in my opinion, that's what emojis are for. Oh, emojis yeah. are to give. Put at the end. Remember a, when a, we a used context, to talk? A context to what you're. Remember writing. when we used to talk to each other on the phone? Hmm. No. no. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> my kids, twelve years old. I hand the phone to like, hey, say hi to your grandmother. Say hi right. to my mother. And he grabs the phone and he like looks at it and starts talking. He doesn't know how to use a phone. They would rather. <laughs> 
te- yeah. he when I hello, he's staring at the phone. I go put it to your ear. They're twelve years old, right? But it's all texting with them, and it's yes. all FaceTiming. They do yeah. a lot of the FaceTime. Face- well, yeah. And with my parents, when the phone rings, it's like a national emergency. They have to get it, right? Yeah, yes. yep. I'm like. You yeah. don't get the phone. My yes. wife, when the phone rings. But yeah. my, I do not move when the home phone rings because I know it's not for me. I don't have well, a home phone. Well, we have to. Well, well, I, have, I know, I know. Here we, we have to go with the gate. You have gates. <laughs> <laughs> I just you heard some listeners say with the gates. You can't get you through the gates <laughs> at either house. My gate is not a Oh, that's I, a new layer. That's I, a new layer. I have a home phone and I don't have a gate. I have a gate and it's all on my cell phone. Could listening make you a better parent, a better leader, even a better person? There's never been a better time to start listening on Audible. I listen every day on Audible. With Audible, you get access to an unbeatable selection of audiobooks, including bestsellers, motivation, mysteries, thrillers, memoirs, and more. Audible has the largest selection of audiobooks on the planet, and now, with Audible Originals, the selection has gotten even more custom with content made for members. I listened to uh, Educated, a memoir. Oh, yeah. Did you listen to that? I on, did. On all, that I did, that yeah. was absolutely amazing. And one of my favorite aspects of, of Audible is that you can listen at different speeds to the things. So I can listen. You can listen at normal speed, and then you can also listen faster. You can listen on any device, anytime, anywhere, yeah. at home, the gym, your commute, on the go. You'll also enjoy Easy audiobook exchanges, rollover credits, and an audiobook library that you can keep forever, even if you cancel. Once you buy it, it's yours. Audible! The most inspiring minds, the most compelling stories, the best place to listen. Get started with a 30-day trial when you go to audible.com slash Ellen or text Ellen to 500-500. And listen for a change. For crying out loud. Listen. Listen Audible.com slash Ellen or text E-L-L-E-N to 500-500. I have a question here from a listener. Oh, a listener. Yeah. Gina Wushin says, my question is about the bit when Ellen is talking to celebrities' earpieces and they have to do and say whatever she tells them. Oh, yeah. Is that really authentic? It is hilarious and by far one of my favorite bits. Well, that is a question. And Kev, as as, uh, as a writer of the show and executive producer of the show, why don't you answer that question? I would love to, Mayor Bear. Well, first of all, it's so funny. You know how you, in the question, she had to describe the entire bit? We've tried several times to name that bit. Yes. No name sticks. It's supposed to be called Ellen in your ear, I think is what we finally landed on. Right. No one ever calls it that. So every time we We even do it on the show. We had a network primetime show featuring that bit, and we had to figure out a name for the show and then we also had a hard time. Yeah. So that's one problem with it. The other problem is we love it also. Yeah. The only thing we want to put it up all the time, but it's just, you know, really with the getting the celebrities to a location that's close enough to the studio that we can complete it within the hour is difficult. So when we do do it, we try to do it right. And it is also, I think, one of all of our favorite bits. Well, yes. and, 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 it's, and Ellen loves it. Like the yes. pure joy that Ellen has when she gets someone to say really awkward stuff in an environment full of strangers who are like, what in the hell is going on? It's just so fun. When it works, when it works, it is fantastic. And when it doesn't work, it doesn't work very quickly. Yep, that's true. (laughs) We actually have only had one that really like nose dove into the ground. And the day we shot that, Adam Yenser, one of our writers, goes, Kevin, you've been here a long time. Have any of these ever just like not work like right away? They went bad? Like nope. Wow, which one no. was it, Kev? That was that the one here on stage. The one we just did. No, we've had we've had another one that also didn't work. Well, that one worked. The lady just got pissed. 
Oh yeah, the yoga yeah. lady. Yes, the yoga lady. She just like thought he was crazy and wasting her time. Yeah, and she right. left. So she bolted. She stormed out. And yeah. then Derek had the to chase her to the parking did? lot. The just one we just did. Who was it? Milo. Yes. Yes, yeah. Milo. Milo. It didn't totally work. He he was so he was so gracious. Yes. With Benda, who was trying to get in his room and talk oh, to yeah. him. Right. He as, like moved his body and gently pushed her out the door and closed the door. He on was the bed. he was so he was he, it he did it so deftly. Yes. Yes. You know big words. I don't. Yeah. It lasted maybe a minute and a half. Yeah. Andy, that's something you know about. And wow. 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 Um, <laughs> two, but, minute, uh, yeah, two minutes. Two minutes is more my sweet Actually, spot. Humble brag. I worked on the very <laughs> so first one. So you're including one undressing. With Johnny Norman. <laughs> you worked on the very first one. I wrote the very first one. Dennis Quaid is here. Yes. Yeah. Is that your line? That was me. Fantastic. I know. Whoa. Dennis Quaid was on and said like. He gets yes. more people yelling, Dennis Quaid is here at him, than any other project he's worked on. Yeah. That's I mean, a good that one. made me so happy, that me one. Me too. That, just, one, that, one was, that one was just great. What kind of coffee does <laughs> Thank Dennis Quaid want? Yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah. So he's my favorite. Yeah. Here's a clip from our very first Ellen in Your Ear. If you're just joining us, we have sent Dennis Quaid over to Starbucks uh, here on the Warner Brothers lot. I put an IFB in his ear, which did not hurt. And... Uh, <laughs> And we have a hidden camera, and he has to say whatever I tell him to say. And no one there at Starbucks knows that this is happening. He just wandered in. There's a hidden camera and something in his ear. And uh, let's see if this works. We didn't rehearse it. We've never done this before. Hey, Dennis? Yes? You can hear me then, I guess. Yes, I can hear you. Is my hidden camera working, I wonder? Uh, well, that's not the hidden one. Oh. Uh, all right. Oh, well, that's right. I can see him, too. Yeah. All right, the hidden camera's in your bag, so if it's, if it's not aiming in their direction, I'm gonna have to tell you to move it around, okay? okay. All right, uh, head on in Starbucks. Let's see, hopefully people are in there. Here we go. Okay, don't talk to me like you're talking to me. You're just, right. you're by yourself. All right, all right, it's not very crowded. Dennis Quaid is here! <laughs> Say it loud. Dennis Quaid is here! <laughs> I was nominated for a Golden Globe. I was nominated for a Golden Globe. <laughs> Dennis Quaid wants a coffee. Dennis Quaid wants a coffee. <laughs> I would like to have, uh, what kind of coffee do I want? I want a spice latte decaf. I want a spice latte decaf. <laughs> 140 degrees. 140 degrees, please. Tall, tall cup. What? Tall cup. <laughs> what? I couldn't hear myself think. What? Pumpkin spice. Pumpkin spice it is, yes. Now, repeat this back to me. Dale. Dale. <laughs> no, you're supposed to tell him that. Tell oh, him. repeat this back to me. <laughs> Dale. Dale. You had a decaf pumpkin spice latte, sir. Work with me. Work with me, will you? Dale. Dale. Day come and we want it to squeeze out of my Starbucks. There you go. <laughs> can I get some water? Anything Dennis Quaid wants Quaid? water. Uh, can I get some water? Dennis Quaid wants water. Dennis Quaid wants water. Dennis Quaid wants water. Yeah. Yes. Hey, Dennis, when you get the water, take, take it, gargle it, and spit it back in. Okay. I need to change my order, though. Yes, sir. Yeah, gargle that. 
Tell him he's been a, bit, a good sport and tell him what just happened. Uh, you've been a really good sport. What is your name? Oz. Oz. Yes. And uh, you're actually on the Ellen Show right well, now. Wow. In fact, all of you are on That's it. That's Dennis Quaid. Thank you, Gina, for your question. It was a wonderful one. Kev, can I tell you something? Yes, please. Anything. I need you to check out The Great Courses Plus. Why? Do you think I'm dumb? No, but this streaming service is a fantastic way to learn more about virtually anything. I think you're simple. I don't think you're dumb. <laughs> Amen. The future of the ocean, the history of the Black Death, how to draw, use proper grammar, or even survive being hit by lightning. If you're interested in it... <laughs> <laughs> Chances are The Great Courses Plus has a lecture on it. It all sounds funny, but when you listen to this stuff, it's so fascinating. They are presented by award-winning experts who create a wonderful learning experience without high tuition or fear of bad grades. One of their awesome courses is The Philosophy of Humor. We know you love to laugh. Why not combine laughter with learning? Learn why things are funny, how to be clever, and even how to determine if a joke's gone too far. Watch or listen to this and any of their lectures with the Great Courses Plus app. To get you started, they are giving our listeners, exclusively the listeners of our podcast, a special limited-time offer of an entire month of unlimited access for free. But to get this fantastic offer, you need to sign up through our special URL. Start your free months now. Trust me, people. This is really cool. You can learn so much on this app, and suddenly you've become the most interesting person in a room. Go to thegreatcoursesplus.com slash Ellen. That's thegreatcoursesplus.com slash E-L-L-E-N. And tell them Andy sent you. Uh, all right, so now uh, let's, talk about, let's talk about Megan Mullally. Oh, I love her. Yep. She's great. I've been a, such a fan of Will and Grace since its first run. It was so fun to have her back here. Yeah, it was great. And it was that really show cool. has that show has like stayed good. It's yeah. still really to come funny. back and still be that funny. That's awesome. It's really funny. And she got. A, I felt like she finally got a chance to say something to Ellen that has been in her head yeah. for a very long time. Absolutely. And it was such it. a cool that moment. That was really touching. We, we, uh, Do you think we should play a clip? Of I it? think we I should think we play. Should. Let's play this moment because right, to play. me it was. I think it meant a lot to Ellen, and I think it meant, as Kevin said, a lot to Megan to get this off her chest. Andy, hit play. Hello, hello, my pretty friend. Good to see you. It's good to see you. I, my buddy. I, I, I will say, uh, I know this is kind of the first thing you've done in a little while. Your mom passed away uh, a month ago, and I'm sorry that you, you for your loss. And Thanks, Alan. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. I basically haven't left the house until I'm sitting on national television on your show. Uh-huh. Well, well, <laughs> so look... I thought that was a great plan. It is. It is. To sit at home and rest up yeah. and you look beautiful. And you've been doing... I, well, I, I Marie Kondoed the entire house. What does that mean? It's the, oh, the I, woman that, that... You know, the woman who does the tidy, the magic of tidying up, she wrote that book. Yes, yes. And she has a show called... Ti Tidying up. Yes, with... we had her on the show, but I didn't oh. know what that meant. So you, you. So I'm, I'm Marie Kondo, the entire house, every closet, every drawer, everything, and um, we threw out minimum 200 pounds. I mean, minimum 200 pounds of stuff. Still looks exactly the same. It's <laughs> a lot I of know. stuff. See, I move a lot, so it's easy for me to get rid of stuff because I, I really don't like a lot of stuff. I try to keep it minimum. Also, what did, so is it the thing where you hold things and does it give you joy? It's sparking joy. Right. Yeah. So um, I found this. Uh, I found something in my cleaning out that was a little pin 
that says Blue Velvet on it, because I was in the movie Blue Velvet, but I got cut out of it, and with a little note that said, um, thanks for your hard work, love, David Lynch. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool, right? That is, yeah, very cool. You got cut out. What did you do in it? Well, I was at the beginning of the movie, which the whole beginning got cut, but I was Kyle MacLachlan's uh, kind of not very nice girlfriend in college. Mm -hmm. And um, I actually had, it's in the, it came out in the DVD extras a couple of years ago. I have a whole scene where I not just make out, but it's like a French kissing expo. It's like the most intense make-out, make-outage is that Is that the place yeah, where you're making out with him? Yeah, but when you see it in real life, uh -huh. it's just a lot of like, And the craziest part is that was one of the first things I ever did on film. It was like my, one of my first jobs. I don't remember doing that, and I never kissed anybody on film. And you'd think I'd remember. Yeah, you, you would. <laughs> Especially the mwah, mwah, mwah. Yeah. You know, in the 80s, they used to do different kissing. It used to be like full, like crazy next level Frenching. And now it's like they pulled it back, but there was a period in the 80s where they really went to town. Yeah. No, I know. Because then and before, it's going full cycle, I guess, because the, before, like in the movies in the 50s, they would just like, when they kissed, it was just closed mouth, mm -hmm. you know, mm, that wah, wah, mm, <laughs> mm, like that. Right? Yeah, it was yeah. just tight-lipped kissing. Yeah. yeah. And, and then now you have to watch the Bachelor franchise to get that full, yeah. the full yeah. French. Yeah. The full you can French actually, experience. Yeah. You hear the saliva on The Bachelor. You yeah. actually, <laughs> you, you can hear the saliva moving around. Nick, Nick and I watched, Nick and I watched the whole Bachelor franchise and every single time without fail that any two people are kissing, he goes, oh God. <laughs> Like, he can't handle it. Well, then why does he watch? That's what the whole show is. I know. It's just making I know. Out. I think he secretly might be into it. That was very sweet. I love that. Sweet. I, also, sweet. I also like Andy's that she calls. now, uh, uh, she uses condo as a verb. She said yeah. she Marie condo Marie her Oh, yeah. Yes. That was hilarious. And Ellen was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And uh, Megan has been going through her house, clearing out her house, uh, seeing what sparks joy and keeping it and thanking everything else for its service and moving on from it yep. and said, I've been condoing my house. Has uh, Debbie, has Debbie tried Marie Kondo stuff? Uh, she, oh, Debbie intends to try it, you know, right. and then, she has uh, good intentions. Yeah. And then something happens. Right. Yeah. Megan also did a hilarious that kissing noise you heard was hilarious. So you have yes. to watch it on your show. It's probably still yeah. on DVR. Absolutely. DVR. Check out Megan Mullally. On the Ellen Jenner show. And then we had, this is a guy I just love. Um, I call him Hassan Minaj. Uh, he claims that his name is Hassan Minhaj. I call him Hassan Minaj. <laughs> he, he, um, he hosted the White House Correspondents' Dinner a couple of years ago. I think it was the first White House Correspondents' Dinner um, when Trump was president. And Trump, and Trump declined to attend. And... He was brilliant. I, I remember yeah. listening to it in the car. On, on, we were on the way to dinner with my with, with Emily, my daughter, and we could knock it out of the car because he was outrageously funny and pointed and yep. smart. And it really like all those he, things. He really blew up after that. Mm -hmm. He now has his own show on uh, Netflix called Patriot Act, and it's a series. And it's it's um, 
it's politically charged and also smart and and really funny. And it was his first appearance on our show, and he and he told and he confessed to us that it was the thing that his mom had hoped he would do is get yes. to be on the Ellen Show. Yeah. But I really liked him a lot. Here's he's a little. He's very likable, dude. Yeah, he's cool. Um, here's a clip of that. It's Hi. so nice to meet you. I'm a huge fan. Thank you. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of you. Thank you. Yeah. And it's Hassan Minaj. No. He, or, yes. No. Really? Well, my name is Hassan Minhaj. Oh. I want to do this. I actually want to do this on, on national television. Good, please, because yeah. everyone that says your name says Hassan Minhaj. Yeah, but the real way you pronounce it, and this is a big deal because my parents are here, it's Hassan Minhaj. And it, people always mispronounce it. They're always like, Hassan Minhaj. Hussein. It, I'm so sorry, I can't pronounce it. Meet my son, Higsby Witherthrottle yeah, III. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> How do you not pronounce Hassan? Try it. All right, Hassan Minish. No, that's not. No. no. I, look, I appreciate okay. people trying. I was actually, I was doing CNN, which is like, um, it's a, it's a international drama show where nine <laughs> people yell at each other. <laughs> and the host brought me out and he was like, he was trying really hard. He was like breathing heavily. And he was just like, give it up for Hassan Minhaj. It was like he was casting a spell on me. Yeah. And I'm just like, you don't have to. Say it again so that people hear it again. Hassan Minhaj. Hassan Minhaj. Yes, that's it. Hassan. Yes. Hassan. And look, 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 when I first kind of, you know, started doing comedy, people were like, you should change your name. And I'm like, I'm not going to change my name. If you can pronounce Ansel Elgort, <laughs> you can pronounce Hassan Minhaj. There's an actor just named Ansel Elgort, and we all just walk around pronouncing it uh -huh. completely normally. Yeah. Well, DeGeneres was hard for people to get for a while. What did so, they do? Uh, DeGeneres or Degenerate or, like, you know, yeah. lots, of, lots of other things besides And you besides stayed strong. DeGeneres. Yeah, and now it's DeGeneres. Yeah. Um, but Hassan Minhaj. Yeah. Minhaj. 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 So it's emphasis on the H. I, yes. And what do they do at Starbucks? What well, do they do? At Starbucks, I just go by Timothy Chalamet. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's good. I just Good. keep it simple. Yeah, and, and they usually do it right with like, they're like, Timothy with two E's? And I'm like, yeah, that's me. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> wow, girls must freak out when they see you. <laughs> yeah, yeah they, they're kind of disappointed. All right, Andy. What do we got? This you have, makes, a, this, you have your own this music label. It, this makes us very happy. Yeah. Grace so, and, our Grace and Chance. friend Grace and Chance. So, tell the story of Grace, and Ed, Ed, Ed was sort of first in line on that story. So... so you know, we have a department at the show called the Human Interest Department, and they're charged with finding kid talents and people in need and anybody like non-celebrity, interesting humans. And so, um, and so, our friend, the wonderful Andy Zener, who you see on the show sometimes if you if you watch it, uh, sees a video of this little kid, like a fifth grader, singing the song "Paparazzi" by Lady Gaga, Lady Gaga, and playing the piano at the same time at like a fifth grade assembly. And he sends it to Cara Hogan, who is at the time our most senior human interest producer. She's still here. Um, uh, and she sends it to me and says, you know, I love this kid. It's 9 o'clock in the morning. I don't look at it right away. We go over to the control room at like 11 o'clock in the morning or noon, and Ellen is rehearsing and or is getting ready to rehearse. And Cara is so – it's so important to her that I watch this video that she comes across to the other building to the stage – goes on my laptop, goes to the video, and hits play. And says, you have to watch this. Like, I need you to watch this. So I start watching this video, and 45 seconds into it, hit pause, <laughs> pick up the computer, and walk it into Ellen's dressing room and say to her, you've got to see this kid. And I play it for Ellen in the dressing room. While I'm playing it for Ellen in the dressing room, Cara is in the production office across the hall calling Grace and Chance's family in Oklahoma. <laughs> Ellen watches the video, <laughs> is speechless, 
leaves the dressing room, walks into the production office, takes the phone from Kara, and talks to Grayson's mom and says, I need you in Los Angeles tomorrow. I can't wait. It was really, really cool. It was, And in that time, he like, that video in three or four hours just blew up. And uh, the next day, he was on our show, and he did paparazzi on our show. And it, it started a whole... It was a sea change for us having Grayson Chance on our yeah. show. That kid, we signed him, and and uh, we just we just fell in love with him. And so that was then, he was twelve I, years old. I feel old like the there time. were other ones, but he to me, yeah, uh, was like the first real person who took off virally in yeah. a way that we had never seen before. Yeah. And and it he's lived insane. a whole and he's lived a whole life since then. So he appeared on our show a few times. He performed a number of songs. He had a lot of success as an artist between like twelve and sixteen. Yeah, and then and he took a break. He started to grow up, and he actually burned out, and he and he decided to go to college, and he just was like, "I'm just going to step away from this, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna live my life." And in his first year of college, uh, or maybe his second year of college, he he got pursued by a label, and they said, "We'd like to make a deal with you." And he said, "I need six months to think about this because if I'm going to do it, it has to be on my terms, and I have to know that I can really like." you know, create magic again. And so now he's 21 years old. He was back on our show. And his new his new record, which is called Portraits, is beautiful. It's on Spotify. There's like, I don't know, it's 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 really beautiful. It's like a cross between like Troy Sivan and Sam Smith. Like it's really... That's a good description. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really he's good. He's got a great voice. He was such a sweet young boy as a fifth grader. Yep. He's now such a composed and still sweet... Uh, 21 year old yep he was here with his mom when he was 12 he was back here again with his mom at 21 he remembered the people who he knew on this on the staff came up gave me a big hug you know i knew him a little bit back then and, and he is two feet taller than yes. he was at age 12 he's yes. i mean he's tall. he's so yes. tall he's and, twice my height uh, and he talked about getting the call uh in math class yes. uh to come to the show and we have that clip. Here's Grace and Chance on our show. Back to my roots. Yep. All right. <laughs> I know. So really, a lot has happened since you were here last. Very much so. Tell me what has happened. Um, well, you know, as you guys saw, and as you know better than anyone else, um, you know, from 12 when I first came on the show to 18, I was working as a musician. Um, sort of saw every side of the industry, and uh, was I think by the time I was 18 years old, I was living out in LA, and I think I was just tired. I think I was creatively exhausted and, and a bit beat down too. And so I decided to go to university um, back home in Oklahoma. And I left LA really feeling like I was never gonna come back and that I'd really closed a chapter. Um, and I was pretty content with that. And obviously that's, that's not really what happened. Right, so what brought you back to music? Well, the first year that I was in uh, college, and, and by the way too, I'd been doing online school um, throughout my entire adolescence. So the last classroom I had been in was really bright when you called. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so you yep. took me out of school. I took him out of school. <laughs> and That's what I did. And so I really, uh, you know, the first year I didn't even touch a piano. I just was, you know, being a normal college kid and probably doing some things that my mom wouldn't be too proud about, but whatever. Mm -hmm. And then my sophomore year, um, I just really, I think it was because the pressure was lifted off. No one was expecting anything. Um, I was really, for the first time in like seven years, able to sit down at a piano again and really think, okay, I have a voice, what do I want to say and how do I want to say it? And got a record deal offered to me. So I said, let's go back and let's do it, but let's do it on my terms this time. 
and um, let's just write how I feel, and that's how Portraits came about. Yeah, it, it's, it's really beautiful because it's all very personal. Yeah. Um, and you can tell that you wrote it because it's, it's your stories. It's a, it's a lot about heartbreak and yeah. things that didn't work out for you. Um, and speaking of that, which uh, you, I didn't even know that you were gay. So you were, you were, you would come out to your family at 16, I guess. Yeah, when but I was fairly young, yeah. Right. But I, and then you publicly came out when you were 18? 19. 19, yeah. okay. And, and why did you feel like it, you waited and why did, why was that the right time? Yeah. Well, and I'll preface it by saying, you know, I was so fortunately um, blessed, and you know my family too. I'm, I didn't have um, any issues, you know, coming out to family and friends. It was very, very easy. And, and I think too, I really wanted to make sure that um, it didn't seem like I was trying to profit or, you know, sort of promote my sexuality as a means of getting more fame and popularity. And so I just, um, I waited. I waited until I felt confident and yeah, posted up an Instagram message and um, felt like that was the right thing to do. Yeah, it was beautiful. I read yes. it. It was really beautiful. And I think we all were so happy to, to see that you were happy. And I think it was a fan who actually kind of motivated that, right? Yeah, so there was this, um, I mean, I call him a kid. He's probably the same age as me. But there was uh, this guy from Arkansas. And obviously, being from Oklahoma, I immediately resonated with him on that. And, and he told me his story and, and how he was going to have a much more difficult time than I ever did you know, coming out to his family. And at the end of the message, he put, uh, you know, I know you're not gay, but I just want to let you know your music really inspires me. And I looked at myself after that, and I was like, come on, kid, like, find that courage to do it, you know, find the confidence. And, and uh, yeah, I wrote out that message, and I remember I was a, a right about to get on a plane, and I was just, like, looking down at it, and I was like, pop, and then I shut my phone down, went on the plane, and then, you know, Landed to chaos and yeah. all the things. Yeah, felt good chaos though. Good chaos. Yeah. Good chaos. Oh, we tried something new this week. Yeah, we did. Well, yes. I guess it was last week. Now that Ellen really enjoyed. Oh yeah, it was so stop fun talking about it. I know. <laughs> and actually, yeah. uh, the host of this podcast, wife, was in the audience that day. Yes, she That's was. Right. And she... this was an audience thing that the writers and Kevin came up with. And Lori, who's obviously a fan of the show because she has to be, thought it was one of the most fun things she's ever been a part of and she's been in the audience a number of times over the years yeah we took a segment we do called survey says what and we made it into a game under the tutelage of gil reef one of our writers here and uh, here's what happened i know a lot about twitch obviously he's my pal but right now i want to know more about my audience so it's time to play it's a brand new game it's called survey says what survey says what okay so uh, when we're gonna play along, Twitch and I, mm -hmm. and uh, so and and guess. First, you're gonna start, and then I'll say if it's I think it's lower, higher, then I'll do it, and then we'll. It'll okay. make sense later. Okay. Okay. Right. Not that we've rehearsed this or know what totally. we're doing, but yeah, yeah. We're just gonna I figure think it I know out. what I'm we're doing. Just kinda, yeah. Okay. So the question is, we uh, survey the audience here. Twitch, how many people here have gone streaking or flashed a total stranger? Okay. How many people? Let's see, we've got. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say. Look how you're looking at them to judge them. I, I know. I, it, <laughs> I'm gonna say tw twenty-nine. Twenty-nine people. Have have either streaked have or either flashed streaked or a flashed. stranger. Yes. Um, I am going to say it's higher. higher. I think, you know, there's college days, there's true, you know true, true. you have to really think back. I'm gonna say I'm what? Okay, Andy. <laughs> what, like we paid for these paddles, we need to use them? 
I say it's higher. higher. Let's see. By show of hands, how many people have done that? That's a lot higher than 29. Some people not as proud. Their hands are lower. 64 people. Wow. Yeah, I, was I way know off. my people. Right I know. Off. Yeah. No, they're I was they're, way no, off. they're wild as okay. my my people are. All right, but really, some people were proud, and then some people were barely. <laughs> you, ma'am. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, you ask me now. Look. Okay, Ellen. How many people here have ever hooked up with more than one person on spring break? Mm. More than one. Okay. I don't think they're that wild. Um, I think some people are, but I'm going to say, um, I'm going to say three. Four people have hooked up with more than Four one person. People. Yeah. What do you think? Higher or lower? I, uh, well, higher. already people higher. are going higher. I'm like say higher. like oh, yeah. them by themselves. Like, I had 20 alone. Like <laughs> dude in the back was like, yo. I guess it is gonna be higher since somebody is okay, how many people have hooked up with more than one person on spring break? There's one. <laughs> wait, 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 two. Wait, so someone was a delayed, okay, I'll be honest. And then somebody in the back. So that's four. All right, so four. I got it right on the nose. That's wow. crazy. All right, who, who said higher, though? Who yelled out higher? Because you yelled out higher. How many people, ma'am, have you? Um, <laughs> It was spring break. It was probably a while ago. A long, long time ago. And how many people did you hook up with? <laughs> Get that mic right in front of your face. Three. Three. Wow. Three people. Okay. That's what's up. Three and a half. Okay. Three and a half. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to ask about that half. <laughs> Something didn't go well, and you just stopped in the middle. Uh, all right, your turn. Okay, uh, Ellen. Oh, how many people here are members of the Mile High Club? Oh. <laughs> well, we know she is. Uh, <laughs> that was probably the half. It got bumpy, and then. <laughs> And then things change. <laughs> you guys, this was a super Thursday. It was super, a super Thursday. Paradise. Enjoy your weekends. Subscribe today on I Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you're listening right now. And don't forget to watch Ellen weekdays, please. I love for you more. more Ellen fun. Thank you, you, everybody. More. Have a great weekend. Thanks, everybody. Shabbat shalom. The end. We would so love to know more about you here at Ellen on the Go. Please head over to Wondery.com survey. It's a really short survey that will help make this show better. The Wondery.com survey. W-O-N-D-E-R-Y dot survey. We'd really appreciate hearing from you.